Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Blue Collar Charlie. It's been a long-awaited hiatus, uh, backed by popular demand, though, because a lot of people have reached out to us since our last episode and said that they love the content. Who's, Who's us? us? Mm. Me and my wife, uh, my beautiful, uh, funny, witty, uh, very good at talking oh my uh, wife, wow. uh, Albina Loconsoli hyphen aided out. <laughs> if that's how you want to say wow, it. Wow, is it Mother's Day or Father's Day tomorrow? Well, it should be Father's Day. That but... felt like a Mother's Day speech. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Felt like a, well, I got to get you let's... back tomorrow on your Instagram. What's your Father's Day speech? I just gave you another one. Well, let's hear. You want to hear people. for the people? Well, let's hear it for it's the people. It's kind of personal. Do it. Why not? Well, my to sum it up, speech. you know, I, you know, say to you, my love, that I think you're an amazing father, and the kids love you, and we would be absolutely lost without you, and we appreciate all of your hard work and all the hours you put in. And uh, with that said. <laughs> With that said, put some more hours in with our family. I love you. All I do is because we in do hours. love you. Yeah, well, I love you guys too, and you are my why. You're the reason that I do everything that I do. Um, but with that being said, <laughs> um, we decided to bring my wife in for another episode. I got some phone calls even from people back home saying, oh, "Yo, that was a great episode. I love the banter between you and your wife." Thank you. You guys everyone. are, you know, great and you got a radio voice and all kinds of stuff. So we got some positive feedback. I don't know about my voice though. Your voice is great. Really? It actually works good. Yeah. Thank my you. voice, hearing my voice back, I don't really like it. And even now I feel like No, it's, it's it is a radio voice. You think so? But I feel like we we're not like like when you people say like radio, like you could make it on radio, like that usually means like you're, you're ugly. ugly. <laughs> no, I know that's what I was but thinking. Like, we're not ugly. Like we could definitely make it on TV too. I'm not. <laughs> you can oh, make it YouTube on YouTube channel. We should maybe get a Patreon going. Well, we, we okay. Before he starts talking, we need to do a poll. Comment on this podcast if you love me and you want to see me as a co-host to help my husband out get these views. Let me know. Comment below. We need to. You know, we're trying to figure out where we're gonna take this. You know, originally blue collar Charlie's about. What, CJ? Blue collar oh, people, everyday yeah. people like you and like me, like our struggles, our yeah. wins, our losses. And I feel like we can still do that. Yes. Um, but I need a third microphone, I think. So we Why? can bring some guests in. All right, we'll get when we need it when we have a guest, we'll get the microphone. Well, we do have a we potential have a, guest. We do. He's he reminds me of Bert Kirshner. You know Bert Kirshner? Who the the, the machine. He's the who uh, you comedian. About? Uh oh, I, Ray is father. Okay, I don't know about names, but okay. I love that guy. I've literally since like Mia was in preschool and like I think he's so funny. I love the mom and the little boy is super cute. He's right. like, oh my God, he's the best. Yeah, he's he's the best. And so what's he, his life story? He told you some stuff? No, well, we talked a little bit. Um, we should day. let him talk. Yeah, we yeah. would let All him All right, talk. we'll bring him in. Yeah, he has an interesting story. you want to come over? Yeah, he wants to come over. <laughs> cool. And, well, he's not going to come over right now because it's a little bit late, a little impromptu. Yeah. Uh, it's not too yeah, bad. Late. Um, 10 o'clock. Not even. Well, usually I'm sleeping. But, uh, yeah, we know that. Um, but yeah, so the, the last episode did pretty good. Um, you know, we 
like I said, got a lot of feedback. We also, uh, breaking news, this episode is brought to you by Spotify for Podcasters. Um, I don't know exactly how the ad system works, but the ad system is going to start playing out. I don't know if they want me to record an ad. We're going to figure it out as we go. But um, Listen to the ads. We'll try to make them. Yeah, we're going to make them short. Entertaining. Entertaining, (laughs) intertwine. Um, you know, so we hit a milestone. So that's a good point. Yes, we did. Um, you know, well, you so, did. Well, I, it started out really, really, really slow. <laughs> well, I keep telling you, we got to drop every week. People are waiting for our content. I know every week is is a little bit tough. It's not. It we could do to, it. It's just spending time together. It's just it's it's coming up with the content because also to to me, it, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there. You know, everybody's starting a podcast. There was a point where. 85% of there was an 85% drop in new podcasts. And those, you know, that's what inspired me to make a podcast. But since though that number, you know, kind of came out where 85% of people, you know, decided to start making podcasts again. So all of a sudden there's all this different content and, you know, what can you say that's not being said already across all these social media yeah, but platforms? You can't think like that. It's really about the people on the podcast. And if you're, you know, entertaining and, you know, no matter what it is, people are going to come back. I listen to podcasts. I listen to so many podcasts, so many, like all, and they're diff- all different. Some are really popular. Some are like no names, you know, so right. it really just depends. So I think that we have a good thing going. I think we have a good thing going. Do you want to hop into what we're going to discuss today? Well, what would you well, like? first what I want to first I want to just give a second. I know I'm really fluffing your pillow here today. I just want to say congratulations to you for passing your exam. Thank um, you. For those of you who don't know, uh, Blue Collar Jelly is an uh, apprentice becoming an elevator mechanic in the high buildings in New York City. Very dangerous job. There is a life insurance policy. <laughs> Wow. Ah. wow that if okay so if i did wow. it let's say if i murdered if, you no if here's I were the proof to, let's just say god forbid something were to happen tomorrow god forbid i, I don't think even want you to would have I, honestly I, this is how i think it really works is i think if something were to happen tomorrow god forbid at work then, at work then you would probably have a check for like twenty grand by the next couple days. No, in that's order not how it works. For... So you know that they have to do an autopsy to find out if you have anything in your system. No, it's oh really? If you I didn't know if that. you die on the job and you have anything in your system, not obviously talk about you, just in general, right? Um, and they rule that you do. They, I don't get the money. Well, let's so you better on the positive you better side. be positive so, at work, Mister. Um, if if something were to happen, you would have a check by the end of the week to pay for the funeral services and all that stuff. All right, morbid. So, yeah, but anyway, so congratulations. Thank he you worked very much. hard, a lot of hours away from me studying, but well, he did I have, it. I have one more, one more big test. exam, big exam, big exam, which I'm here and to help you with. Like the other night, he did so good. We did his flashcards. He knew every answer. Like you know when like you were in school and you're like you're with your mom like you know practicing for your test and like you're like set she reads like two words and then you're like i know the answer like because you want to like show off that you know everything I, that I was cj up. i showed off and then he got everything right and at the end he's like you see you proud 
Okay. Yeah. I'm like, you but great that's job, only babe. that's only forty. I have seventy three questions down out of a, a bank of about a hundred and seventy questions yeah. that you'll get it. I have to and I have, you have to till choose when? from September. Um so it now that I passed, I'm waiting for everything to be declared on online, like paperwork wise. And once uh I think ninety days passes oh, you schedule it. Then I can schedule my actual exam. But yeah, I just did five years of school. I passed every semester. Um, you know, I learned a lot. It was it wasn't was it for another? No, it was uh it was it was a really good experience and over the course of the time they bounced me around from department to department. So I got a, lot a of really experience. good uh hands on experience and a lot of different things. So it was a it was a big positive and I'm looking forward to the next steps. Um it's not always easy. But um it'll all you know, come in time. It all yeah, it all comes, you know, one step at a time. So and um, then to kind of uh piggyback for my job my life and my job, today we had a big little ice cream party. Ice cream social. We had an ice cream social at my office, super fun. I feel like it was a good day. The rain held out. So that's one less thing now. Now, who planned that whole thing? So Emily was really the spearhead because she's marketing. But, of course, you know, my hands are all over it. We had help. We had all the girls. Thank God. You know, shout out to everyone. Um, but, yeah, it was it was good. Better than any other year. That's good. Yeah. It was fun. The ice cream was good. Yeah, the kids had fun. That was good. Yeah. So. Well, um since the last podcast, we had some feedback from a few people about, you know, what it's like to handle day to day life, you know, working, uh, you know, with the kids and just the daily grind of what we all go through. You know, when it comes to even in my case, I had school, um, you know, my wife, she has work, she has long hours, she has demands and she has to be a certain person when she's there. She has to turn it on. She has to turn it off when she comes home. Um, you know, there's demands of me when I'm at work. I have to, you know, work physically and with my hands and I come home dirty um, and I have to pick up the kids. And once I pick up the kids, you know, I have to, you know, kind of switch gears and get soft and get gentle and then bring them home and make dinner. And it's like a get, different job. You know, it's shift like a roles. whole nother job. It's like a, it's a shift of roles and. You know, I know that that's a lot of that's what a lot of people struggle with, you know, and for me to sit here and tell you that I have it all figured out, I would 100 percent be lying to you because it's not easy. Yeah. You know, every day is different. Um, you know, every day is a different attitude with it, with the kids or, you know, you know, one kid decides to cooperate. The other kid doesn't, um, you know, so it's a it's a constant struggle, um, but we have to try to adapt and overcome, you know, and learn from our past and, you know, learn from when we were kids, how we felt, because at the end of the day, in my opinion, you know, and this is something that it's, it's easier said than done, but I try to look at it as when I was a kid, what did I want? You know, if I put myself in my son's shoes or my daughter's shoes, just like if we're having an argument between me and you, yeah. And I say, you know, you know, we have a little bit of an argument and, you know, you, you, you tell me like, oh, what about putting yourself in my shoes for a minute? Yeah. You know, I think that that's one of the biggest things that we have to do with our kids is, 
you know, put her, put yourself in your kid's shoes because you were a kid at one point. Yep. And how did you, you feel? Know, how did you feel being spoken to in a certain way or, you know, being told no at a certain moment? You know, it's, it's definitely, you know, something to think about. Um, and it's not easy to do. Like I said, it's easier said than done, but you know, you have to kind of shift your focus. You know, how do you do that? You know, is it easy for you? Well, I've been, you know, really practicing like this whole gentle parenting, really trying because, you know, obviously, you know, I look at it as, you know, like he's saying, like putting myself in their shoes and thinking about when I was a kid and how I felt. So, you know, I just don't want them to feel it. Not that I had a bad childhood at all, you know, but obviously there's some things that you, you know, that stick and you're just like, I don't want like even like spilling something at dinner. Like that was like the end of the world when I was a kid, you know, and I don't want them to like if you spill something, like, why should you be, you know, screamed at? And like, obviously, I find myself doing that sometimes. And I'm like, right away, I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, so I, I try to apologize to my kids a lot. <laughs> um, I, I tend to do that a lot in the morning after we leave the house and we're, Charlie's dropped off at school. And I'm like, me, I'm so sorry. You know, try to like, let them understand because when when you're a kid you don't understand you're not supposed to really understand but just trying to you know understand why we are the way we are and you know we can say we're sorry to our kids you know it's not like this is what it is and that's it no we can explain why we're saying this and why it's that you know and everyone parents different you know but i mean i this is what i you know this is what i want as a parent you just got to break it down to them on their level, you know, get down to their level and, and explain things in a certain way that they're going to understand, you know, um, and it's really not easy, you know, because you have to switch gears. Like, you know, Alva, you have such a, a high demand job and you have people who depend on you and you have to call the shots and you have to be, you know, on demand all the time. And then as soon as you come home, it's like this is where you want to relax. It's where you want to be at peace for yeah. a minute. And then as soon as you walk in the door, it's you know Charlie's right up your right up your ass, and you know tantrums and you know, no. pulling tantrums and telling us no and doing all kinds of things. And you know it's not easy. Yeah, it's you know. a very difficult chapter. But you know, obviously you scroll through these videos, reels and TikToks and everyone's like, you know, you have small kids for five years, you know? So I'm like, okay, you know, you got to just try to enjoy the moments and, you know, know that it's all going to pass. And, you know, because I remember even being home, like right when Charlie, Mia or Charlie were both born and just remembering like, oh my God, like this feeling, I just, you know, this is like crazy. This is never going to end. And it ended, you know? Right. So it's all good. And one day they're going to be gone and we're going to be like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Like once I'm done with school, once I'm done, you know, doing all this stuff, you know, for for the union and, uh, you know, I've put in some time and all of a sudden the kids are, you know, fleeing the nest or something. You know, hopefully we can travel the country and, you know, we're going to have a lot of time for you know, ourselves, you know, with each other, hopefully. There's something to look forward to. Yeah. So, you know, that's the positive, you know, but we still have a lot more years in between. A lot more years, yeah. <laughs> Teenage but years and college. And- again, it goes quick because, yeah. like I said, it's, um, you know, I look at the picture of Mia and, 
you know, all of a sudden it's she's seven years old, she's missing teeth, and you know, she's putting up her hair in buns and she's, you know, picking out her outfits, and then I see a picture of me holding her when I had hair, I was jacked, you know, when like I had I was, hair. I was ripped, you know, it was just uh, a whole different time, you know, so, and it just, it goes quick. You don't realize it, you know, you really don't realize it, but um, it's a blessing. It really is. Having kids is a blessing, Um, you know, having a job, you know, to come home, you know, work and come home and be able to take care of them is a blessing too, because, you know, a lot of fathers can't be there. A lot of fathers have to work. They have to, you know, um, you know, I I do too. I, I work those long hours. Yeah. You know, but you a majority, to yeah, be majority there too. of the time, Which I'm is there a for the kids. Too. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah. I grew up like my dad was never there. You know. He was always working. Always working. Thirteen so hour days. It's nice. I like that you're there for the kids. Like you know, I think it's nice. So explain, you know, what it's like in your day to day. Like you know, when you wake up. What is, what is it like? And, you know, walk me through, you know, a day in the life of Alba. <laughs> oh, my God. So waking up is, it depends. If I wake up on my first alarm, it's, you know, I get up, shower, try to get as much done uh, before the kids wake up. Now that they're getting older, they're sleeping later in the morning, which is nice. Um, or they're more self-sufficient where they start taking Mia care of Mia is 100% self-sufficient in the morning. She gets dressed. She brushes her teeth. She eats. She, I, The only thing I do is like pack her lunch and her water bottle. Charlie is a little difficult. Obviously, he's four, so he needs a little more help. Um, you know, so it is always a struggle getting out of the house. And then, like, obviously, me getting ready for work. I'm putting makeup on and I need a nice outfit, you know. So having to make sure the kids are good, I'm good backpacks or you know lunches are packed my work bag everything's good get out the door get them in the car and then drop-offs happen you know and i take charlie to school get him comfortable they want gum they're chewing gum i'm spitting gum out i'm yelling at it. it's just like it's very chaotic in the morning chaos chaos in the morning and like sometimes cj will text me like good morning and i'm like yeah well, hey. i just had a chance to even like think straight you know and like by the time you know, it's like probably a 10, not even 10 minute drive to work. You know, I'm like, just sometimes in silence driving to work, you know, I get there and it's just like, boom, 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 go, 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 you know, nonstop. So I don't really have a chance to just like, you know, digest. And like, people are like tired and no kids. And I'm like, I lived a whole life before I came into this office today, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's definitely chaotic, you know? So, I mean, even for you, like when you get home from work, you know, you used to get home a lot earlier. So you had like time to like kind of like digest and like come home. I mean, even now you do, you have time to come home, you shower, you go get the kids, you know, so you have a little bit of a time. Well, yeah, now I I can still sneak in a nice shit before I end up, you know, going to get the kids. Smelling my house up. At least, you know, at the very least. least. And a shower. Before I can, you know, do a shower and, um. Actually, at one point, I was going to the gym. As soon as I got off the bus, I would go to the gym and, you know, try to work out a little bit, go to the sauna, you know, try to meditate if I could. You were, like, going to the gym in the morning, like, twice. Yeah, but then when I switched my routine and went to 
the different department that I'm in now, I ended up having more time in the morning. So I tried to go first thing in the morning, get a workout in, hit the sauna, try to meditate, you know, again, reiterate that I try to meditate. <laughs> um, just reiterating he meditates yeah, everyone, everyone i try to CJ i try to meditate, try even though it doesn't work whatsoever because you have to practice it you know what it is it's my breathing because they say when you meditate you have to breathe through your nose and, and you can't and i can't because i have <laughs> a deviated surgery. septum so um, well yeah I, mine's a little bit worse than others i need the surgery I'll probably sound a little bit different on the microphone too. Like once I get it done, because it's getting pretty, it's getting pretty bad where you don't even sleep in the bed sometimes because I snore so bad. It's just ridiculous. He snores like an animal. Like an animal. Like the 19 to 50 couple. I sleep separate. (sighs) Wow. Wow. Because he's snoring and like I fall asleep after him and I'm watching TV and he's snoring and I'm like, oh my God. He gets mad if I tell him to turn over. I'm like, you know what? What do you watch? What's your favorite TV show? Obviously, Random Pub Rules. If you're not watching that, I don't know who you are. (laughs) Team Ariana. Um, You must not know who I am because I don't watch it. I know. Obviously, I watch it. I know you watch everything else on Netflix. I mean, I I watch watch much. I don't know. My attention span isn't uh, big enough. We lost our uh, watching shows together thing. We drifted. (laughs) Yeah, we drifted. You watch that kind of shit. I watch like, actually right now I'm rewatching Power. Which was our favorite show. Yeah, it was our favorite show for sure. But you stopped watching all the spinoffs. Because you were watching it without me. Because our time schedule is different. You know, I'll fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah, uh-huh. I'll fall asleep. You'll never finish even an episode. You've watched ten minutes. That's the thing. I tried to watch John Wick, um, and a I movie? got movie. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, you can't watch movies. But I got through, <laughs> I got through the first episode, and it took me maybe what episode. I mean, uh, first movie, and it took me maybe like four tries because <laughs> I would fall asleep. Within like ten minutes of the start of it, then I would get through the first ten minutes. Yeah, and then have to rewatch. Then it. I would watch another ten minutes. Now I'm twenty minutes into it, and then you know, I'll fast forward a little bit, and then I'll just kind of assume that I know the plot line, and then <laughs> and you know I'll what just, happens. Yeah, it's like not even worth. I'm finishing. one of those guys. It's like, yo, you ever seen that movie? Nah, nah, I haven't. Because everybody quotes the movie lines and everything. You know, like I'm not one of those movie line guys. You don't know movies, songs. Do you know songs? I know songs pretty much. All right, so I should we should play a game. I should like say a song lyric, and you could tell me what song it's from. Are you serious right now? <laughs> All right, give it a shot. All right, let right. me pull it up. Though you're gonna pull something up on but your I phone. I can't just pull it up off at the top of my head. What am oh I, my god! What am I a genius right now? Yeah, what am I a genius? You're expecting me to figure out what you're pulling up, but you need Google to pull it up. Think about that. What am I? Okay. So uh, if you can't think of something off the top of your head. A lyric. Yeah, a lyric. Yeah. You don't have songs just like popping into your head all day? <laughs> Do you? Yeah. What songs? It's like an antenna. I'd love it's like to I'm know. constantly. There's been a lot of Backstreet Boys lately. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. sync Backstreet Boys, take me back to my childhood. <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. 
Now I think, hell, it could be my fault. Oh, it's Margaritaville. Wow. Good job. <laughs> Come on now. We did used to do karaoke. Come on now. Wow. Come good at the job. king, best not miss. Okay, so you know your songs. I do know some You may songs. not know movies. You may not know sports. But you I know don't know your sports songs. that much. <laughs> I'm, everybody says I'm like a, 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 a tailgater. What do you want to call it? What is it? A tailgater, like a, like a uh, bandwagon, bandwagon, because I don't really, yeah, like a bandwagon uh, fan, because I don't really follow sports. Yeah, like you just hop on. I hop. I don't know. I don't really. I don't really hop on. I have my teams that I root for whenever they're in it. What are your teams? The Boston teams. All the Boston teams. Come on, Blue Collar Charlie is from Massachusetts. We established this in our previous episodes that I was born and raised. So proud of it. Why not be proud of it? I don't know. I just heard that you're from the armpit. I am from the armpit. <laughs> it's okay. You're proud of it. I am proud of I it. Am, I am from an armpit, and I am proud of it. I'm Remember from when one we of went the around armpits. sniffing each other's armpits? Yeah, uh, <laughs> you have a video of that? My mom? I have a, yeah, I do have that a video hilarious. of that. that but the viewers, uh, I mean I the listeners. I think the viewers would like that. There's no viewers yet. We have to set up tripods yeah. and get like YouTube situation right going. I we, should. I could wear this. No. Wednesday. You don't know, Wednesday. Wednesday. The kids. Are like, Charlie colored that. His teacher drew this. She drew it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. She's an artist. But you know me, I'm an extremist. I want to set up like a nice little studio. Yeah. I want to. So YouTube. I mean, um. We got to put out an episode every week if you want to fucking. Oh, can I curse? Yeah, we we established that in oh, the last one. I'm sorry. We can fucking so, curse. Okay, well, fuck Why not? If you want to fucking fucking put the fucking thing, you got to fucking fuck fuck. That's way too excessive. <laughs> I said we could curse, like, but that was like Kevin Hart. But it's like <laughs> my teacher told you to put your motherfucking. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the whole thing. That was funny. Yeah, but that's think, exactly what you just said. Do you think Kevin Hart is a clone? Do I think he's a clone? Yeah, they say that. You know that? After his car accident, they say that he, he really died. All right, well. And he was in an interview saying, yeah, I'm a clone. Yeah, so I look at the pictures of the car crash. How? And how? how do you survive that? Like, just how the fuck do you survive that? That like car that. was completely flattened. I know he's a little guy, but, you and know. He's walking. And. Now they said he's never gonna walk again. Listen, I'll never know the truth. You'll never know the truth. Um, but his content, his uh, his production, if you will say, since then, yeah, has fallen off. Oh, it hasn't that? been the same. He hasn't been in every single movie. You know, I mean, and maybe that's to his eye opener. You know, maybe that's because because he said that. You know, he had everything. I think he, he said in an interview where he was like, I have all this stuff and, you know, I have all these movies and I'm working so much and God just told me to slow down. Yeah, he probably took a step back. He still does his uh his um serious radio show. He has yeah, a whole so, radio show. He does like all those. But I mean, to, even just to do a radio show, that takes a lot. Like, look at it's what. It's a whole thing. It's like yeah. Look at what it takes channel. to make a podcast just now. <laughs> I mean, we have two little microphones <laughs> and my computer that's not doing a fucking thing. <laughs> Except charging my phone. Yeah, it's charging your phone. So it is doing anything. It's doing something. Um, you know, but it takes a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I listen to Steve Harvey sometimes. He comes on in the morning, and he comes on with you all his. Watch his. Oh my! God, you ever watch those Family? We should. Do oh that yeah, after watch we the get Family office. Feud. Let's watch it. Yeah. In bed. Oh my God! His Family Feud funny thing. Yeah, like the reels. I die with him. No, this is the funniest thing. That one when she was like, "Oh, we gotta watch it." I don't even remember what it was, but it was so funny. And he, she kept saying it. And he kept like. There's a lot of people listening, sorry, so sorry, it would be good if you could remember i know i wish i could but it was really fun. it's like i think your mama or something mama and they kept saying like the same thing and he was like are you sure like but that like, man has a talk show in the morning and the you know he has a radio show he's funny but he's also like has like inspirational motivational, motivational I, I mentioned him in one of my first podcasts because he has a lot of stories about when he first made it and there was a story about he was in florida and he was trying to get to the Apollo in Harlem. Totally about this. And you already said this on your. I, I said it. To, I said so, it on, yeah. on the podcast, but um, that just goes to show you, though. Like you know, where look where he is now. You know, everyone starts somewhere. Right, and he just—I don't know if anybody's listened, but he was—he was like standing by a payphone, making phone calls, trying to figure out how he was going to get from Jacksonville, Florida, up to New York to do the apollo show and he hung up with the guy from the apollo and was basically like listen man i don't know how i'm gonna get there and the payphone happened to ring one of the other numbers he called i think called him and was like listen i have a show i want you to do it um i'll pay you x amount of x amount of dollars and he was like yeah great i'll do the show that's enough money to get me up to the apollo once he got to the Apollo, he ran the Apollo for like 13, 14 years. It was exactly. like, you know, he changed the game of comedy. So you really don't know uh, all those left turns that you think are left turns, you know, might be right turns and steering you in the right direction. And if you take anything from the previous episodes and the things that I've said personally across the board, you know, um, you know, things don't always go your way and you don't know where they're going to go. Um, it, it And life is really going to throw you curveballs. But I can tell you one thing. If you pray for patience, you know, he's going to God or whatever you choose to call him, whatever you define that word as he's going to give you more reasons to be patient. You know, you you know, if you want to if you want good times, just visualize and feel good times and and give thanks for the things that you do have because you know that's how you that's how you gain more and give away and you know be positive at all times god is and, good all the time yeah my wife's waiting to chime in <laughs> but that's what her grandmother says, says yeah grandma always says that is god is good all the time no matter what you know and even when you don't think he's being good it's you know, it, he really is, you know, there's, there's a purpose and there's a direction and we might not always know it. We're not always going to know it. We're not supposed to really, you know, we have to learn in my opinion that, um, that the core reason that we're here is love is to learn unconditional love. And my wife has definitely a lot of things to say about this. No, I love everything you're saying. It sounds just like what I've been saying all the time because like life is about happiness, you know, so that's just basically even when we're like we're talking about work, you know, if we die tomorrow, 
you know, work's going to replace you, you know? So it's just, it's really important. I think to focus when we're talking about like work-life balance, focus on your family, focus on your loved ones, you know, happiness, memories, you know, even money comes and goes like, you know, when you die, your money doesn't come with you. You know, it's like if people knew why the, the true meaning of life, you know, life would be a lot different, you know? So I just kind of, for myself or for my kids, you know, I, I always like to thank the universe, you know, if we find change, thank the universe, you know, cause someone is there, you know, someone is there watching us, you know, whether it's God or the universe. Even, or- even for me tonight, um, and we can have this little spiritual awakening here, uh, you know, on the 17th of June, <laughs> uh, at what time is it? 1033 oh, where I was supposed to work tonight. And I have been on this schedule where um, I've been working these four to midnight shifts where, you know, I have to be on standby. And if a call comes in for an elevator that shuts down, I go and I assist with whoever needs assisting with. Um, But my sole purpose is to be on call for the Bronx and in Brooklyn and the housing projects you know, the really bad areas because they need a second body there. Um, But, you know, because it can be dangerous. But I was supposed to work tonight. Then the reason for me saying this is because now I'm here. There was a schedule mix up and now I'm here and I'm able to record this podcast. I'm able to, you know, get back to some of the other things that I like to do, that I want to do, that I have been pursuing. So... When God closes one door, he opens a window, as like I always used to say. It's, it's actually from a Ray Donovan show where his father says that. He goes, you know what, you know what they say, when God opens, when God closes a door, he opens a window. Hmm. Um, you know, so it's, but it's true. You know, it's when you don't think that things are playing out in your favor, there's always a reason. There's always a reason that things are happening. And... Um, if you haven't heard the story of the Chinese farmer, um, it's how you relate things happening to you as to for you, right? So the Chinese farmer, he has a, he has a, I might, I might completely mess this up God, help and, us all. and she's looking at me like this. Hail Mary, right full of grace, the Lord is with you. So he has a, he has a farm full of horses and one day, you know, one of the horses gets out. And he loses his horses and the whole town comes to him and says, oh, my God, that's such a tragedy. You know, you lost all your horses. You know, that's such a misfortune. We feel so bad for you. And he's like, oh, well, maybe it might be a bad thing. Thank you for your, you know, your your well wishes. But, you know, it's it's not that big a deal. I don't think, you know, thank you. So then he goes on and the horses come back. But lo and behold, the horses bring back more horses. So now he went from having just a couple horses to having a whole stable full of horses. So he went from having nothing, you know, having just a couple horses to having all these horses. Then his son's riding one of the horses one day. He falls off the horse. He breaks his leg. The whole town says, I'm so sorry for your misfortune. Your son broke his leg. That's such a horrible thing. He says, well, maybe. Might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. Next thing you know, the country, it goes to war. But his son 
is in line to get drafted. But he broke his leg. So he thought it was a misfortune. Oh, it must have, you know, must have been a bad thing. His son broke his leg. But really, it ended up being a good thing. You know, you don't know Why? because he broke his leg. Oh, because he didn't have to go to the war. He didn't have to go to war. Wow. So you Thank don't God. know the misfortune. Okay. In the moment when he broke his leg, everybody was like, oh, wow, that's such a bad oh, thing. Oh, yeah. But then it ended up being a, yeah, that's yeah, life. That's life. I tell you that all the time. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you for giving my voice. I feel like the little mermaid. I lost my voice for a second. You lost your voice for a second? <laughs> I want to be where the people are. Where are the people? I don't know. New York City? Yeah. want to be there. Manhattan? There you go. Get a babysitter? Rooftop bar? <laughs> that would be nice right now. That'd I be know. fun. It's nice weather. What is it? What's what? The weather. It's like 60s. Oh, that's not too... Yeah, a little it's chilly. A little chilly. Maybe we should wrap this up. I think we did. We well, gave the people what they needed. We're going 36 minutes. Not too bad of an episode. Yeah, um, we'll be back for sure. Yeah, we'll be back. Let us know how you like this episode. Um, you know, comment, tap in, um, like, like, share, share subscribe. subscribe. Follow us. I am, uh, what am I? What do you mean? What's my Instagram? I'll be in an underscore Locanzoli. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Blue collar Charlie. That concludes this episode. Ciao. And uh, I'm out.